hello. Welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Well, hey. Ooh. I'm Alexandra. <laughs> Hi, I'm Diana. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Welcome, welcome. Ah, I'm all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for screaming in your ears, guys. Sorry. Ah! <laughs> I'm just, you know, shouting in your face don't mean it yeah I'm good how are you I'm good I'm cold it's definitely for me hot water bottle season yeah yeah I wanted to talk about uh, okay go on okay update with me yeah I don't know what is wrong with these men Mm. (laughs) so I had (laughs) (laughs) I had two Two people jump in my DMs, yeah. <laughs> Two <laughs> clowns jump into my DMs. Wow. <laughs> so let me just... I just need to read uh, the bullshit <laughs> that I got. And okay. like, literally, this was, these people were messaging me at the exact same time. Very weird. Very mm. weird. Um, I don't know. No, it would be easier for me to go on the screenshots. Whoops. <laughs> to go on the screenshots um, like that I've sent to you to find find the audacity okay so I had this guy jump into my DMs yeah and um, he so what he does he sends a picture of himself (laughs) what kind of picture so basically it was a selfie Mm. yeah and this guy (laughs) my friend my friend said that he looks like a Spongebob bean (laughs) (laughs) He's got this really thin moustache and he, his head is kind of square shape, rectangular mm. shape. And um That's yeah, your type. and he's wearing glasses. Mm. My type. Yeah. Why? Because he's giving Nigerian Nigerian energy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> square head, what do you mean? You told me today about a guy with a square head. <laughs> I did, and I dated another Ghanaian with a square head. Yeah, as well. it's becoming a pattern. It's not a pattern. Mm. No, it's not. It's mm. not. Anyway, okay. so this guy jumps in my DMs, sends a picture of himself with the message saying, "How are you? Frankly, I want to explore the nature of your curves and character repetitively over the coming weeks. Bio. How can we make this happen?" That is a weird way of saying, like, let, let's link up. That is a very weird <laughs> way of saying that. A weird way of saying, I want to have sex yeah. with you. I want basically. to explore the curves. Sorry, you're writing a novel. Explore the nature of your curves and character. You don't give a shit about my character, mate. Nah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, like, I responded, is that right? Question mark. Then I said, lol. I can send you a link with a, you know, hot smiley face. <laughs> Tell me, guys, why this guy responds with um, a person swimming. <laughs> swimming emoji. Well, I interpreted it like it was someone diving in, like Trey Songs. <laughs> I interpreted it as he is trying to swim away quick, quick, quick time out my DMs. I think that's it. I didn't think of yeah. that first. But that's what I was thinking. Anyway, so because like because we weren't too sure what that meant, I just mm. responded saying, "Limo, don't drown, B. 
and he just liked the message and kept it moving. And wow. I was like, excuse me, how can you come into my DMs, yeah? Mm. With your thin moustache and telling me you want to explore the nature of my curves and character repetitively. You know, mm. like you're you're coming. Where's the respect? Yeah, yeah. And then and then it's like, so I'm just like, okay, I'll send you a link because you you asked me how can we make this happen. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I can send you a link. And yeah, he, and yeah. and like, I'm sorry. And you want to run away? How dare you come into my DMs and you and you don't want to buy me shoe or bag? Like, what is <laughs> shoe and bag? Sorry, not even or shoe and bag. You don't want to buy me shoe and bag, but you want to come in my DMs. You have the audacity to come in my DMs, looking like you do, and asking me how can we make this happen? Like, like it's, it's rude because he just expected you to give with nothing in return. Literally, and as well, and the thing is, what else is rude is that you come in without respect with the rudeness. And mm. you don't look like Ovi. Yeah. <laughs> what it doesn't is make this? sense. It doesn't make sense. No sense at all. You know what's really funny? Yeah. My mm. um so like my younger cousin, she was replying, like <laughs> talking to me about this. And then her dad responded to my story. Oh my god. <laughs> what did he and say? And her dad responded he just he's just sent um clapping hands, like oh, round good. of applause. <laughs> like <I'm> proud. <laughs> Because I, I I was shaming this clown on my story. Obviously, not showing his face. I just put a clown mm-hmm. face, you know. Oh, sorry, I, I, I did show his face then. I just put a clown face over his face and yeah. just like obviously just didn't show anything. But um, yeah, I had to shame this guy on my story because it's just it's bullshit. And then it's at the enough. very exact same time, yeah, there's a guy that I follow who is like a UI designer, mm. and um, and he's like very talented. So like, okay, yeah, like I. Um, like he's like really he's a really talented like UI designer so I um, follow his stuff kind of thing mm. so this guy he's um, yeah so this guy comes in my DMs being like hello how are you blah 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 and he was like oh you're a product designer and I'm like yeah and, uh, and I was like well I'm mainly doing UX at the moment and then he's like oh nice to meet you I live in Algeria blah 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 mm. blah and I'm like okay cool and then he's just like oh yeah cool nice to meet you and then I'm like oh and I was like oh nice to meet you also and then he goes and I like your body <laughs> This is this is literally how the conversation goes. Nice to meet you, smiley face. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And I like your body. No. <laughs> this is why you can't have, like, um, people that work in your sector or, like, colleagues like that on your social media unless it's LinkedIn. Like, yeah, like, the thing is, though, I don't know this guy. I follow him for his designs because he puts his... It's a design page. So I liked a design. Next thing I know, he's liked all of my photos. <laughs> I've realised this is a thing. Like, if you like an industry, you like something. For instance, I like vegan food. I follow vegan chefs. I follow men, women, non-binary people. I The men, I like a couple pictures and it's like, now they want to chat. Like, sorry, like, I, I like your food. I, I don't, like your I don't craft. like you. Yeah. Literally, don't, <laughs> you don't even have no photos of yourself. Like, <laughs> what... <laughs> Grateful, but at the same time, come it's on, not you're I didn't ask for this. Yeah, true, true. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for. I like your body, mm. and as well, it's just this thing. Like with the, it's just the audacity of like, 
because I remember listening to Two Queens in a Pod. No, it was um, it was two. It was Iman from Two Queens in a Pod. I think she was on No Shade podcast, and or No Shade had joined Iman and Two Queens in a Pod, and she was kind of saying about how like oh she went on holiday one time and she was doing up hot girl summer thong bikini and all of that, and then she said like oh. She that's not she that she's not about that life anymore. Like she only tried she tried it for that summer and she felt good with all her pictures. Mm. But then after looking back at her pictures, she didn't like it anymore. And because and she said that I don't like the attend the type of attention that I get from men mm. from doing that. And it's like sorry, look, I I don't feel as women if we want to do a hot girl summer if we want to wear thong bikini because we look good and we like and we want to mm. put our pictures up on our on our personal social media we should be allowed to do that without being without feeling a type of way without feeling kind of more insecure and more grotesque because men want to be sleazy and give this type mm. of attention clearly like because at the end of the day those aren't the type of men that you know that you're going to associate yourself with and our self-worth shouldn't be diminished because those sleazy men want to come and try it do you know do you know what i mean and it's like yeah i'm not gonna feel shamed for having my my thong bikini pictures up on my instagram for doing my hot girl summer for doing travel insta and like being you know looking budget being budget bougie mm. not looking budget bougie come on now guys <laughs> obviously, obviously i always look expensive but you know like you know doing my bougie holiday and all of that mm. like i'm not going to be shamed for doing that and wanting to put that on my personal social media because sleazy men want to come in chat- telling me chatting about i like your body good yes so do i like yeah yeah our body's lovely but what what are you gonna do with that like you're telling me this information why just like from afar and keep it stepping because what like none of you have money for shoe she went back so right what you do what can i do with this information if i can't send you the link to my ysl bag Mm. if you're not gonna match if you're not gonna pay for the matching ysl shoe so like what am i meant to do with this information Okay, you like my body. Good for you. That's nice. Yeah. Now, yeah. now what? It's just <laughs> Instagram. Like, men can be so annoying. Like, they can ruin, mm. just ruin your mood, and it can affect exactly. what you want to post, and it shouldn't yes. affect what you want to post. Just, like, just you like should post how, what you want. Yeah, just like how Iman decided. Oh, that's not for me now. Mm. When, when it was for her, when she was doing Hot Girl Summer, and when she posted the pictures in the first place, it was. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And now her that her experience with that she's got a negative experience of that and it's like but you were living your best life and you liked the photos yeah it's true yeah just it's just a shame but Mm. um like i just want to kind of say as well like like the receipts we're talking we're kind of shouting out um fiseo who is the owner of kai collective like um they were shouting her out about how like Oh, she just she just posts what she wants. She'll post mm-hmm. a picture of her holding her tits. She'll post a picture with her man. She'll post a picture and her nipples are shown underneath the see-through mm-hmm. dress and whatever. And she'll just post her pictures and go and she don't give a shit. And it's like, look, that's the energy we all need. Like, mm. if we like our picture, if our body is banging, we should be able to post our pictures and go and just that be it. And mm-hmm. let's just not care about these sleazy men and what they think, like... You know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um 
I don't have much on this topic. I didn't actually research it, but there has now been breakthrough, um, like treat. There's now breakthrough treatment for like sickle cell disease. So there's been breakthroughs, like in the research and stuff for treatment for sickle cell disease. Sickle cell disease is um, a condition that is majority um, found in black people where you have this is all off the top of my head you know guys so mm. like <laughs> give me a round of applause when i say this <laughs> so from what i understand it's where um your white you don't have enough white blood cells i think and um in order to kind of help with this it can be very painful and in order to help you need to get regular blood transfusions um especially if you go into kind of like um have an episode you you kind of need to go to hospital and get regular blood transfusions so mm-hmm. um guys like i'm gonna say now like guys uh, make sure that you're giving blood um because a lot of blood types um for black people kind of um can be a few kind of rare blood types as not getting enough blood i gave blood last week monday um so yeah guys keep on keep on giving blood and um because it is used um for regular blood transfusions also um Mm. all of that was off the top of my head i don't know if you you have any information out about it was i was i right (laughs) well i i don't know if you were right but (laughs) it sounds right i think Um, okay but apparently um it's gonna help thousands of patients in england um Mm -hmm. that have sickle cell disease and they're calling it revolutionary so it's really good um and it's 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 about time yeah it's nice to hear something long coming yeah yeah and it's very long coming like they haven't they and the thing is the reason why it's so sell it's so kind of like um so long coming it's Mm. um it's because it's majority in black people and, yeah. and that's and that's why the research hasn't been there because they're not trying to do it. Okay, so it's when it's red blood cells, isn't it? Or- yeah. So in in sickle cell anemia, blood is also chronically low in oxygen. Sickle cells that blood flow. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So it says sickle cells that block blood flow to organs deprive the affected organs of blood and oxygen. In sickle cell anemia, blood is also chronically low in oxygen. This lack of oxygen rich blood can damage nerves and organs, including your kidneys, liver and spleen, and it can be fatal. And um, yeah, so like I've been I've been told this a million times by my mum, like my mum loves lecturing me <laughs> i just can't um, imagine what it feels like to have sickle cell though like okay you it just, affects red blood cells okay I was I just, like do you know when it's one of them things where you don't know what it feels like until you've got it or until you've had mm. it or if you ever like you can't just have it can you you're born with mm. it it's just one of them things i just yeah. think what does it feel like like if i'm not getting blood to certain it's areas an inherited like, yeah, so it's an inherited disease. I've heard there are people who talk about it, black people. There, there was a there was a rapper who had there is a rap um, a song where he's literally talking about his experience having sickle cell anemia. Mm. Um, Quite a I few think, influences. Yeah, there's a few influencers who talk mm. about it and who even document when they're getting their blood transfusions and just about how like awful it is mm. um so sickle cell disease so here's the the actual 
what it is. So sickle cell disease is the name for a group of inherited health conditions that affect the red blood cells. So not the white ones, the red ones. Sorry, guys. Um, the most serious type is called sickle cell anemia. Sickle cell disease is particularly common in people with an African or Caribbean family background. And it says... People with sickle cell disease produce unusually shaped red blood cells that can cause problems because they do not live as long as healthy blood cells and can block blood vessels. And then it says sickle cell disease is a serious and lifelong condition, although treatment can help manage any many of the symptoms. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so this breakthrough treatment is going to change a lot of lives. And yeah, and we're happy that finally in this 2021, there has been a breakthrough in in the treatment and that hopefully this could start changing lives and it can start being rolled out to people um Mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing you know in this black history month let's let's be making some good history Mm -hmm. um yeah um (laughs) the next topic (laughs) (laughs) coming from (laughs) good black history so um Mm. Uh, so okay guys so the shade borough gave us the news and like we did miss the shade borough the shade borough actually gives all the news mm. um and know i must kind of sometimes like i even i have sometimes i actually have to rate them because i think what they do is good because they like although a lot of the things they're trying to do is to throw shade but uh, then but then there's a lot of things where they are being positive sometimes because to be honest i i got i heard about the sickle cell disease from shadeborough as well so mm, <laughs> like yeah, you yeah. know so i just feel like while a, a lot of the time they're they're trying to be shady but then some things are actually quite good and even with like just getting kind of black news like yeah, it's just it's, easy to get it from the shadeborough yeah they they literally i think their focus is black news and pop culture and like black people create pop culture anyway so it goes hand in hand and like all the celebrity gossip that you want to know about not like the random scandals it's like the stuff you want to know it comes up in your timeline it's perfect (laughs) exactly it's just it's like to be honest a lot of the time it's the comments that are negative yeah Um, they they might they might do like a little a little bit of of a shady kind Mm. of caption but like I just feel like the shade borough is actually good and to be honest when I see like the shade room pop up on my on my timeline I'm like Mm. I'm sorry the shade borough is so much better Mm. like I'm so and I'm sure it's a black a black woman who started the shade borough um mm. so I'm sorry like I I need to inject the the black girls who <laughs> came up with the shade borough the the organization that they're running behind the page because I saw that they were wanting writers and stuff like that and it's like the thing is like it doesn't matter how many times their Instagram gets taken down they come back full force and they're just very much utilizing their website as well like mm. they like they have a legit website where they have these articles and they have writers and everything writing like it's a legitimate business and I feel like we kind of need to, we need to give them some props like because they have a lot of followers and a lot of people engage with them and yeah. like they they know what they're doing although like it kind of has all come from shade there there are some things yeah. where like I'm, I get my news from them. I'm not even going to lie. I do think, though, like, sometimes they do facilitate toxic conversations a bit they too do. much. They like, do. Like, you see transphobia in the comments. It's like, that is so unnecessary. And they yeah. don't do anything to really Yeah, they're not, like, the policing comments. their yeah. comments kind of thing. 
um which yeah exactly it's very it's very true and i feel like that's why a lot of toxic people like to stay in the shade borough mm-hmm. comments that they, they love it they love it everyone there. looks at the comments celebrities look at the comments to just see what people are talking about like it's, they it's love mad. it yeah mm. oh i've even got a mad story with this like from a friend from for the next topic okay guys mm. so the first windrush monument was unveiled in hackney um yeah that's 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 yeah that's all the information mm-hmm. so basically this monument um which we got from the shade borer and this is like i feel like this topic kind of shows some of the toxicity of shade borer but i also think the article that they got it from was also slightly toxic so um the way the way they worded it anyway mm. so this monument <laughs> was very confusing to a lot of people especially a lot of people of caribbean and black descent we were all a bit confused about this monument commemorating um commemorating the windrush generation so basically this um okay this so there were three sculptures unveiled in hackney um where it depicts um three three fruits and it's by the artist Veronica Ryan. And it is depicting a custard apple, breadfruit, and soursop. So I've never heard of a custard apple or soursop before. Obviously, I've heard of breadfruit. I've never had breadfruit, but mm-hmm. you know, I hear them shouting about, you want breadfruits in the <laughs> song. So it's just like, yeah, okay, breadfruit, yeah, makes sense. Soursops are nice. Like, they're, they're really healthy as well. They're so good for you. Yeah. Okay. But I haven't like, heard I've of nev- this apple thing. What is it? Yeah, custard, custard apple. apple. So, like, I spoke to my parents and they've never heard of a custard <laughs> apple either. I'm going to ask my dad. <laughs> he probably won't know yeah so my parents have never heard of a custard apple and they're like you know obviously obviously they're not windrush generation my dad Mm. was born in guyana though but Mm. um yeah anyway so yeah so (laughs) and like okay like the monument looks odd and it's just these three three fruit just on the floor just there and okay everyone was very quick to criticize um we all had our thoughts on it mm. um because obviously like i understand art and i understand art is not for everyone and is subjective at first i looked up the artist yeah saw that she is of windrush heritage she's caribbean descent and then i went to look at her art and it's like well of course she did this because mm. her art is a bit random like that and mm. it is like stuff on the floor like her art is that yeah kind of thing so <laughs> in tune to her art style it makes sense yeah but i think what outraged everyone is that everyone um assumed this being the first public monument to be unveiled celebrating the windrush generation i think people assume that this is the only one mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think they assumed as well that this was the government's way of celebrating Black History Month when it's, yeah. it's not, I don't, from what I've read, I don't think it's a government initiative. And also, um, yeah, like you said, there's going to be more than one. So they're going to be scattered across London. So it's not yeah. like this is it. And it's like, happy Black History Month. Like there, um, there's going to be here's more. Here's your fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like... And, okay yeah so there is going to be there are going to be more 
Um, so, yeah, it does seem like it's very random. Now I'm not mad mm. about it, knowing that there are going to be more and there are going to be kind of monuments that are a bit more serious and catered to towards Windrush. So there is going to be a monument unveiled in Waterloo. So Waterloo being like such a principal station and such a big station, um, it's great that there is going to be a permanent monument um, commemorating the Windrush generation situated in Waterloo. Um, Mm. And I think that is amazing. Um, So now I'm not too mad at the fruit I feel like the fruit is actually quite a quirky thing and I think it's probably quite fitting for Hackney um, Mm -hmm. maybe and you know it's just something interesting we see random pieces of art monuments everywhere so yes let's let's like black people also have random art too so Mm -hmm. I think it I do think it's good and um, yeah I'm not angry at it at first I was kind of like if this was going to be the only monument it was a bit like why couldn't they get a serious artist kind of thing Mm -hmm. like not saying that she isn't a serious artist but more of an art an artist that's going to commemorate something with something that is kind of serious like a proper nod to the Windrush generation because Mm -hmm. these people came were invited to the UK and they have built up this country they built up this country after after the war and they have worked in the NHS they've like they've they've been a staple to the NHS staple to the railways and like like literally because um staple like engineers everything because like even like my granddad he showed me um, the pocket watch he was given commemorating like 60 years of surface for for British Railways you know stuff like that mm. like my granddad he, worked for railways as well yeah <laughs> and it's just like my granddad came for a tailoring job like my family um, they were all tailors he mm. came for a tailoring job but he didn't but I don't know what I think he said that he lost the advert or something <laughs> that said that had the address on it for where he had to mm-hmm. go and he ended up working for the British Railways and he just worked there for 60 years or or so maybe it was 50 I don't know but like he's got like he's got a pocket watch commemorating that you know and commemorating his service to the, to it and it's just like and he to- he even told me like how he ended up leaving the railway and it's because um they i think they they didn't want to promote him they didn't want to give him a better job so he was like fine i'm retiring then mm-hmm. and it was like again another thing where black people are just being overlooked even though they've mm-hmm. got all the experience they've been there for years and then they just want to look over them kind of thing mm-hmm. so literally like um yeah like like obviously the Windrush generation and the Caribbean people who have been here and been a staple to to the UK which a lot of these which these British schools do not want to teach you they don't want to show you um Mary Seacole right is um is the The nurse nurse, yeah yeah they don't want to talk about Mary Seacole. Just, they just want to push Florence Nightingale on us, but they don't mm. want to talk about Mary Seacole, who she was also there, like, she doing the fight, Florence doing the things. Yeah, she what? taught her. Wasn't, wasn't she the one that taught her? Or she, was, know, she worked alongside her and gave her tips? Uh, and, of course, the white woman takes all the credit. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we need to check our flat yeah. facts on that one. But probably, it's probably Could something you read, and I, w- and I won't even be... <laughs> I won't even be surprised. Florence Nightingale. I'm going to look it up quick. My family will say that we're related to Mary Seacole, which I don't really get how. 
But maybe you she's from my, my parish, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe we are. Because my family were into all like um, herbalism. According to Mary, she also met Florence Nightingale. She was affectionately known as the troops, um, by the troops as Mother Seacole. She stayed in. Uh, okay, so I I don't know. It's not coming up quick. It says that they, they met. Maybe I made that up then. Sorry, guys. Just one of them patterns that just seems to happen over and over again. So, you know what? Don't worry. But we're gonna we're gonna look it up and we're gonna find it to to prove it right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it somewhere on the internet. <laughs> Legit. So anyway, yeah, like uh, I forgot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so we like anyway. Yeah, okay. Windows Generation <laughs> commemorate uh, commemorative monuments. Yeah, the fruit isn't going to be the only monument, guys. So everyone can sickle down. No one did their research. Everyone just wanted mm. to cost quick, and let's not cost someone for their art. Um, yeah, because yeah. like it's art at the end of the day, and it is viable and good for her for for getting that commission to be able to put her art and to commemorate Rindra's generation by showing fruit that all that even all of us we don't we have we don't even know about it. So like it's even given us some education. Okay, mm. mad story, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so my friend, um, who is Zim, she put on her story just being like. Okay, is it just me? But I don't really understand the fruit. I saw like that. everyone, like everyone else, everyone else was, you know, they didn't understand the fruit. And she goes, you know, she goes, maybe it's because I'm not West Indian, but I'm not too sure. Anyway, like you know, funny, funny story, um, funny story post. Anyway, so then, um, anyway, she messages me. Yeah, before I even saw her story, she messages mm. me. And she goes, Alex, this is wild. Look at my story. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Looked at her story, and then she goes, then she responds to me, and she goes. Um, and I was like, yeah, we don't understand it either, you mm. know, towards the fruit. Um, anyway, then she goes to me, my ex-manager just messaged me <laughs> <laughs> in response mm. to her story, asking what is the fruit about. My ex was Jamaican. He put scotch bonnet in everything. Ha ha, XXX. Oh my god! Did anyone say there's a Scotch bonnet in the picture? <laughs> Is this woman W H I T E? Yeah, this this woman was W Y T. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I'm just like, my ex was Jamaican. That means I know what this fruit means. Yeah, <laughs> because my ex was West Indian, and it makes and sense so, that she's put these monuments you know, up. <laughs> since since you're asking the West Indians about it, let me let me clarify for you. Let West me explain. Indians, the, the, <laughs> my ex, who was Jamaican, he liked to cook with Scotch bonnet all the time. The way and she then, remembers that as well, you can tell that she didn't enjoy the food all the time. <laughs> And then there was more. He responded to say, "Oh yes, and I think the I think the white fruit is planting." No, is she taking the piss? <laughs> is she actually taking the piss? Oh, this is why we need these monuments. <laughs> she said, "And I think the white fruit 
is planting. <laughs> oh my god! And my friend is just like, I know plenty of West Indians that I could be asking these questions. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to be educated by a white woman who has one Jamaican ex. Like, <laughs> uh, have you heard that um, white girl yardie song? I am the white girl yardie. Yeah, she she reminds me of a woman in that music video. <laughs> I'm I gonna send it seen to you. The video. I've definitely uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't. I don't think I've listened to it. Right, I'm I'm gonna send it to you at some point. It's so <laughs> funny <laughs> that reminds me of her it's kind of like my mum I'm joking <laughs> oh god <laughs> Diana. <laughs> my ex was Jamaican he put scotch bonnet in everything <laughs> anyway my ex was Jamaican yeah innit shout it from the rooftops we get it you're not racist your ex was black <laughs> we hear this all the time literally literally um, Ridiculous. But with with statues, I just want to give a shout out to Wales because yeah, you know they seem to be. I think they're the first area in the UK to actually confirm that teaching Black history is going to be mandatory in schools. Because um, I didn't really learn anything in my school. We didn't even celebrate Black History Month to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only did that outside of school with my family. But um, mm-hmm. Wales have now put up a statue of. Um, Betty Campbell, the country's first black head teacher. She was a pioneer, a rule breaker, an educator, community leader and a race relations campaigner. And um, she got a lot of stick, obviously, being the first black head teacher. And she was told that um, basically there wasn't a place for her where Mm -hmm. she was working. Like she shouldn't be in the position that she's in. Um, But yeah, there's a statue of her now. And she passed away a few years ago, but her family were all there for the um, unveiling of it. And it's so beautiful. Oh, the statue is so lovely. children that she taught. So cute. It's so beautiful, the statue. And, like, that's just... That's fantastic. Like, we love it. We love to see it. And, Mm. you know what? Wells, good on you, yeah. Like, you guys are really trying to, like, distance yourselves from the fuckery of... um, you know, London Parliament. So, mm. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. The police are still shite, though. Of course. All, all, mm, of course. Mm, yeah. What can we say? Hmm. Okay. Um, moving on. Moving on. Oh, yeah. We saw that there's um, a new... There's going to be, like, a new Black British rom-com. And um, we just were yes. talking about how, like... We've never seen this ever. I, I'm so shocked that I haven't even clocked this in my head that there are no black British rom coms. Yeah. Or there's no black British love stories. Yeah. On our Where TV. it's only focused like, on love. Yeah, like there's no movies, no TV shows. Like there's there's none. No. And I we could... were saying, oh, maybe Top Boy. <laughs> Diana's mentioned you... Top Boy. I was just like, what? And then Little well, Sims. D- d- look. Mm, don't get me started on little sims <laughs> trying to get with top boy because nah that really pissed me off like nah. just her character little sims character in top boy really pissed me off and mm. it was just annoying that she really wanted to get with a deadbeat and like who just yeah. turns up starts he just says a few sweet things but he literally don't take her out on a date don't pay for nothing and um 
All he did, he he spoke to her child once, and then she like, oh yeah, Telling funny flutters. For fuck's sake, that's what <laughs> what has made men think that they don't need to bring anything to the table anymore. Oh, the, these depictions literally. of men on TV, they think we exactly. don't have to do anything. So this <laughs> is the thing, yeah. We get all of these depictions of black men on TV, and men still want to ask us, what do we bring to the table? I know it's Fuck crazy, off. ridiculous. <laughs> But now, like, because um, as well, I mentioned Blue Story. Blue Story really pissed me off, like, that film. I, I like, didn't watch it. Well, I didn't watch it. It was, I was scared. It's a good <laughs> film, I guess, but it really, I was kissing my teeth and I was just mm-hmm. like, why is this film still on? Why are we still watching this? Like, couldn't it just finish there? Why do we need to carry on watching? <laughs> like, literally, and like, I was literally cussing in the film to the to the guy who I went with I was literally cussing in the film <laughs> he was like he was shut like, up he was I'm like, trying to it's watch. fine Alex stop it and I'm just like <laughs> look at the decisions he's making now oh this guy's a fool all of them are idiots all of them are stupid I was like all of them like, no I was starting to become my dad actually because like when, when my dad watches things anyone that he gets annoyed with he's just like oh they should get shot or he's just like oh they, they should just die and I was just literally thinking yeah he should just die I don't care anymore I don't care for his life just just get him off my screen please oh my god <laughs> literally that so that's funny. just what I was just thinking no all of them deserve deserve to be dead together I don't give a shit no more <laughs> like which is very violent but like the, yeah. the film was pissing me off like and it was just a lot of bullshit and, and that's um, not what you want from a film yeah and similar and similar in Top Boy as well when he's there chatting chatting to the girl outside of the car window and then she gets <gasps> shot up yeah oh my god I that was not prepared for that pissed me off she was that, so cute as well so she was giving him a very chance. pretty literally oh. she was very pretty she could do so much better like she was like she was like a like a, a you kind of looking you know she, she looked lovely you know and her hair was yeah. beautiful and it's just like you know the cute girl who really did not need to be giving that guy the time of day and that made me change all of my decisions. I decided not to date drug dealers anymore. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> but I did date one by accident. That's another by story. Accident. Oh, you didn't know he was a drug dealer. Okay. I didn't. Honestly, I'll tell you that one day. You know, he's just, he was just paying for cash for everything. But <laughs> He had a couple of phones and I was like, hmm. I got two phones. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Nah, nah. But anyway, this this movie is a Christmas movie as well. It's called Boxing Day. Like I am so excited because like, I love Christmas and movies. You know, and you know what's amazing about this? Yeah, because like okay, from the premise, from the trailer, it's like the guy, the black guy is dating a black girl from America, and then that he yeah. wants to go back home for Boxing Day. And Boxing Day is such a big tradition in my mm-hmm. family. Like mm-hmm. Boxing Day is when you go and see all the family, and you go. Yeah. We used to go to my 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 granny's house, and we'd all be there. We'll eat food, have presents, open presents from extended family, and we'll yeah. just chill with yeah. extended family. Like Boxing Day is such a big thing, mm. and I just I love that like that they're showing that because that because that must be a British thing because the girl was confused yeah. as why we were going what of she was confused of what Boxing Day was, and it's mm. like oh my days is this like just a British thing? It, Which it is, must isn't be, it? It must yeah. be because it's a British bank holiday. Why is it called Boxing Day? Is it because the boxing used to be on? I feel like it no, is. No, it's... I used to think that. I feel like that's a rumour, but there was also the <laughs> rumour of... Because um, all the presents come in boxes. Oh. And there's just lots of boxes yeah. around. So it's called Boxing Day. Hmm. Okay. Because I used to think it was like the boxing used to be on, but then, then yeah. it was... Then I heard about all the presents come in boxes and there's just mm. loads of boxes around. 
<laughs> should, I, should I look that up? Yeah, why not? Why is Boxing Day called Boxing Day? I love how it just predicts. The name comes from a time when the rich used to box up gifts to give to the Mm. poor. Boxing Day was traditionally a day off for servants and the day when they received a special Christmas box from their masters. Oh, my days. Is this why it's big in the black community? Oh, Yeah, because it was our celebratory day, the one day we got off a year. (laughs) What a joke. I'm not celebrating anymore. The servants would also go home on Boxing Day to give Christmas boxes to their families. Fuck's sake. (laughs) Oh, white saviour thing. I'm so tired. I'm sick. I feel sick. (laughs) Bring one box to their whole family. There's a box of little gifts. And that maybe is where the shoebox traditions come from. You know, people yes, make shoeboxes and send them the, to the Christmas shoeboxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for the whole of Africa. For fuck's sake! Uh, I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Yeah. I'm tired. But let me just relax, to wind down for the end of the year, and watch this movie. Yeah. I need. I need a good rom com. <laughs> Legit. Okay, so um, getting on to our. You know, nah, next. Okay, this mm. is going to be like our first main topic, but we've got a, another main topic to chat about. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. You Jesse guys Nelson know Mandela. What we're <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Luther King. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. She saved music. She, she's saving R&B and hip-hop. <laughs> saving R&B and hip-hop. Mm. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look, we are... Just the way this has blown up, and I know what, it is really big because this is just really showing... Like, it's really showing a lot of asses because, I'm sorry, the way... Okay, when black women want to shout about something when black men women want to say look this isn't right this person is culturally appropriating she's black fishing and it's mm-hmm. like and black fishing is a thing done mainly by white women yeah yeah and so men don't seem to be affected and the reason why men aren't really seeming to be affected is that men aren't really affected by social media in the sense of men aren't don't present themselves on social media like how women do so this is why mm-hmm. black fishing has been such a big thing for women because with these with these white w- girls coming on social media with their bbls their lips the with the curly hair weave coming mm. with you know what fits in with this that mm, girl from what? geordie shore um, all of the oh yes yeah. yeah let's talk about that as well because <laughs> I'm ready to talk about that the cheek <laughs> anyway so <laughs> sorry that just came up that just came up in my head <laughs> and there was other things we want to be talking about today anyway mm. um, so yeah the thing is with this black fishing yeah like I was saying um, women are is women who are mainly on social media, as in um, like Instagram and stuff. Because visually, it's women that people are looking at. Because um, women look at them and men look at them. So the thing is, is that it's not this colorism and stuff doesn't affect black men the way yeah. it's affecting 
black women. Exactly. I was going to say that because literally black men, dark skinned black men are desirable and they're fetishized in a different mm-hmm. way to what black women are because black yeah. women aren't desired the way dark skinned black men are desired. Mm-hmm, so exactly. it works differently. So for black men to be piping up and saying, there's bigger things to be talking about. It's like, can you, can you can just you shut be the quiet fuck up for five seconds? Like, like, be quiet and just listen. Literally. And it's just like, why, why is it that when it's to do when when black women want to call out something that's when you want to pipe up shouting shout shout and it's like you've got all this energy and vim to shout 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 and defend white women mm. why is why is that the case why is that yeah, the case yeah and we want to drag a certain somebody <clears throat> ambush we want to fucking drag you because one you're a sexual <laughs> predator two mm. This is this too. You want to be shout, shout, shouting for white for a white woman who who is um, culturally appropriating and who's blackfishing. Like, why do you care so much? Have you even met Jesse Nelson in, in your life? No, you haven't. But you want mm. to be um, in the Shade Borough comments on a on um, a video where they've reposted ZZ Mills talking about this um, this issue. And like, the thing is, like, like clearly this is an issue close to ZZ Mill's heart being a black being a dark skinned black woman you know like mm-hmm. and obviously like she's going to be tired of colorism and uh, because there's going to be so many opportunities that have probably been bypassed her because she's dark skinned and that's it <coughs> mm-hmm. why is ambush in the comments of the shade borough saying oh it's not that deep ZZ you're reaching like what do you mean no 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 yeah I feel like people might not know who Ambush is. So he's like a rapper. He's like not very well known. Like the guys know him. The girls don't really like him that much. And he um, sexually assaulted Ray Black. And she outed him and told everyone. And people still working with him. People still follow him. People forget Mm -hmm. when when black women are sexually assaulted. It's like it never happened. Um, Mm -hmm. Even someone like like this her with the privilege of having money and like having a a good career. She still Mm -hmm. can't like, she still can't get this guy in trouble because you know yeah exactly and, and the thing is and she's a dark-skinned black woman so who's gonna mm. believe that this guy is just gonna walk right up to her and grab her breasts in public like and and this is and this is the audacity of it and the fact how he the way he gaslit ray black in that situation yeah, so started awful. talking about how it's not that deep it's not it's that banter. deep it's exactly the same thing that he's doing with zz mills yeah and how it is why is it that he really wants to be defending defending Jesse Nelson have you met her like why mm. do you want to defend her so much and then yeah, you start yeah. and then and then to also sorry sorry for just talking talking but to then to go and have the audacity to try and say that you put ZZ Mills on that you were the first to, first rapper to be um, first musician to be interviewed by ZZ Mills and now and now she even has Beanie Man sorry Beanie Man probably don't know who the fuck you are mm. So shut up. Mm, like, yeah. He's trying to take be... credit for her achievements, which I find yeah. very strange because he's no one. Like, he's she's more famous than him. Like, exactly. I don't understand very it. Weird. And I just, I really don't I'm like the way that he, um, he literally was like, let the girl live. I'm, it feels like everyone's bullying her. Can you just relax? Like, all of that stuff is gaslighting. It is. You're making out that we're making a problem mm. out of nothing. Like, and our, yeah. our anger isn't justified. And yeah. look, if people want to be angry about it, let them be angry about it. It's not your place to tell them to stop. Yeah, It's really exactly. frustrating. It's very frustrating. And it's just very tiring that it's like, why is it that, 
No, I'm just going to repeat myself, so I'm just not even going to carry on. So okay. on to kind of the next situation on this same topic. So there's been so many developments with this, yeah. And um, sorry, I'm just trying to... Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah. So there's so there's been so many developments to this, so many layers. Just And it's just like, it seems like it's just a lot of, a lot of... There's been a lot of coverage for for a girl band. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, the next development we see is that um no, it's it's the TikToker, right? Oh, the no hun, yeah. Yeah. Him. So, okay, this guy, uh, this guy who's a TikToker, um he he comes on saying about how oh like he's a really big fan of Little Mix he's been a fan of them since he was 17 blah 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 and starts saying how um, oh Leanne responded so he um, put a story post saying should he make a dance to Jesse Nelson's new song Bad Boys whatever and um, <clears throat> and Leanne responded to his, his story saying no make a video about her blackfishing instead and um, mm. and even from the DMs, like from the DMs, Leanne just seems very hurt by the whole situation. It mm. doesn't like she doesn't even come across like she's being nasty. No, she's um, not being shady. She's not being shady. She's just being honest. She's very hurt by it. And especially like when she's been trying to do like Leanne's been doing all this work with you know, trying to talk about colorism, trying to make sure that dark-skinned black women's voices are being heard and being heard, and she's been doing all of this learning. You know, you know, she's been doing all of this, and um, so I can understand why this is a when this woman she just sees this woman come out with her video with Nicki Minaj, and is looking and is a culturally appropriating and i can mm. understand why she's so hurt by it because she is really um like she she's really been trying to do the work and stuff and um yeah so i like what i wanted to say on this was that um so this guy nohan comes and leaks these dms that leanne has sent to him where basically she said no do a video of her black fishing and he was like oh my gosh leanne i thought you guys were all good blah 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 and he was like what the fuck and then um and then leanne was like she cut us all off um she cut us all off she blocked us and and she's a horrible person like literally and she put like you know like the upset almost about to cry emoji so like from these DMs, like Leanne seems like she's very upset by by this, which like okay is understandable. You know, this is a girl that you've been in um in a girl group with for ten years. Like you've grown up with this girl. Do you know what I mean? And and this is what she wants to do. And um, and especially like when we kind of look in the past when there's been those interviews and like. And Jesse just wants to shout, shout, shout about, oh, I've been bullied, boohoo, people called me the ugly one. Where Leanne had people, had fans walking past her table. No one wanted to sign, no one wanted to get her to sign her signature. No one mm. wanted pictures with her and all this racist abuse. You as know? well as bullying. Like she got as bullying well, and racist abuse. Exactly. <laughs> Where, and, and the way, and 
when Jesse has been questioned about it, like, oh, um, have you ever, oh, oh, have you ever spoken to Leanne about the bullying? Because Leanne's spoken about how she's mm-hmm. had a lot of that. And she goes, oh, well, Leanne's better at dealing with it than I am. No, what, go to fucking therapy because the thing is, I'm sorry, like, why is it that, okay, yeah, so black women, oh, she's better at dealing with it, so it doesn't matter. Mm, she's stronger, apparently. But, like, even even the fact that she got a doc- documentary, we said this before, called The Odd One Out, it's like, hang on a second. You're, you're not the odd one out. No. <laughs> How are you the odd one out? Yeah, and the documentary's even awful as well. I went and tried to watch it just to be oh, like, let, let me see what she's saying. And it's like, this documentary is very, it's just very, like... It's she very egotistical. Well. It's mm. very like, okay, fine. She's trying to talk about mental health and social media and, and bullying that goes on social media. How, like, okay, fine, good. However, it just is very like, it's very self-centered. And I felt like everything she's there talking about is like, all everything that she's kind of, you know, when people shout, shout, shout that they're being bullied, but then it's like, it's not, there's people who are going through worse. Yeah, like, I, I feel like... like I can't... No offence, but yeah. people on social media, like, I, I don't condone... I don't I don't think anyone should be sending death threats, right? Of but course, of course. I honestly go by... If, if someone is bullying you, block them. If they won't leave you alone, then just go yeah. on social media for a few days. Like, yeah. if you... Like, honestly, the apps aren't doing anything to help anyone. Yeah. So if, if you don't enjoy it no more, just mm-hmm. don't use it. Or use, like make is, a private account. As well... Like the way kind of she would talk about it, it was like she would seek it out as well. That she'd really? seek out trying to find the negative. That's what I got from it personally. Mm. Obviously, don't quote me to this. Like that's what I got from it personally. And it kind of, and it just everything just seems so like oh, like this has happened to me, happening to me, and that's all that matters. I don't I don't care what other people are going through, kind of thing. You know, it's like well, I'm the one that people are saying is ugly, and it's like okay, probably you probably saw a few comments saying where people are saying that you're ugly and you decide that you'll hold on to it and run with it. But then Whereas Leanne's, Leanne's got like had... white supremacists and Nazis calling yeah. her end this, end that. Like, I'm sorry, but there's there's a bit of a difference. Like Exactly, exactly. And it's just like, and it just seems like her, like the way she... I feel like everything is kind of just bundled up in her own self insecurity. The fact that she mm. doesn't like how she looks, she doesn't like things. So, and then it's like it comes back to the whole insecurity where we've kind of needing to get so much surgery and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. And, and I feel like that's what this insecurity is. But um, anyway, yeah, just the video and the song is awful. Very much like very auto tuned. Um, it has to be because she's not a great singer. No offense no, again. No. She can't really so, sing. Like, no. <laughs> and um, anyway, so Jesse responded to to the backlash about about um, people saying that she's a blackfish, and she responded saying about, um, "Do you have this up? Because you keep telling me no, about it." Like, um, okay. Oh wait, she said, "I love I love black culture. I love black music. That's all I know." And she said that she didn't. Like this is the first she's heard that she's been a blackfish or she's been blackfishing because her management, her management basically deal with her social media. She doesn't look at herself like so. Um, yeah, she Which she's not lie. even aware that 
that she's been called calling a blackfish. She's been she's been called a blackfish for about four years now since she's yeah. done her locks, since she's done her lips, yeah. her tanning. Like it's I not remember, a new like, thing. I don't really follow Little Mix at all, but like I remember, like you were telling me that she was a blackfish, and I was like, oh, is she? Yeah. Like I, yeah. I hadn't noticed because I don't follow them at all. I don't mm. even. I only know Leanne's names. I name. I didn't yeah. know the other members' names, and um, yeah. Like and I didn't notice, and I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, okay, yeah, she is." But then from this bad boys video, clear cultural appropriation, clear back backfishing, and like, look, we are going to shout about it because we don't want to see it. And Nicki Minaj, look, I don't look, girl, I don't know what is going on with you right now, but like, stop sympathizing with people who want to mm. culturally appropriate just because they're from the UK whatever and you're and like I and you've been like we wanted to talk about this like the other week about her sympathizing and um like negating the experiences of 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 a victim of rape because you really want to just stick by your your rapist husband and the thing is that your husband was even convicted of rape like what is this Mm. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fine, crazy. it's your husband, but you don't need to be negating another person's experience and trying to buy them off. Like, Nikki, you're doing too much. You're, like, you're not sitting on the right side right now. And I'm sorry, like, the Americans aren't going to like this either because yeah, colorism yeah. is such a big topic in America. Like, the Americans are not going to like this. Yeah, so, well, even just the fact that she's a 30-year-old woman. I saw a tweet, she's a 30-year-old woman cosplaying as a 19-year-old American mixed-race black woman <laughs> from the 2000s, which is weird. true. Like, who is your target audience? Because yeah. you're a big woman. It's, you're dressing yeah, it's up. Weird. You're playing 30. dress up. You're, like, in a Halloween costume. Like, and But, like, I just find it weird as well, noting everything she was wearing. She was wearing streetwear. She was wearing trainers. She was wearing grills. grills. She, was, she had her tan. She had her wigs on. She had her edges done. She had her long nails. She had chains on. And she, she would come along with this attitude, like she'd been studying R&B <laughs> videos and hip-hop videos from the 2000s and copying all the moves, like... It, I'm confused. I'm so confused at what I'm looking at because this is not a girl from Essex. (laughs) It is not a girl from Essex. And as well, with her statement saying, I grew up around black culture. Who are your black friends? No, you didn't. About, I didn't even. You're, I you're didn't singing. even grow up around it. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you didn't. You really didn't. And you're singing about bad, bad boys, and your ex-boyfriend was Chris from Love Island, and Colleen Nolan, loose woman's son. <laughs> <laughs> about I like bad, bad boys. Mm. Shut the fuck up. No, you don't. And, and then you even have cultural referring. appropriation. All in the video, you've got these white men with locks and braids with 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 the wooden beads on and it's just like and then they're doing the dance as well and you had to mm. pepper in like you peppered in a couple black guys mm. but but as well even when i watched when i when i watched parts of the video like from shadeborough like literally it's like like you're trying to watch for the black people but like there's more white people around even in it's the video, it is, I don't and want anyone to start start calling her the UK baddie either, because that's oh, like don't. you've colonised the word. <laughs> the word baddie that wasn't oh, meant for gosh. people like like this. I don't understand. Yes, but it wasn't she's trying meant to be for. a fashion over model lookalike, 
and I feel yeah. like that's what everyone's aiming for these days and I'm so bored of this trend like I really want it to go because I'm I don't tired. like this look anymore like the BBLs that let's all try and look mixed race like can you stop can you leave us alone yeah. it's like it's, it's creeping it's me out now and yeah. it's like and I thought Love Island this year's Love Island was showing that that wasn't even that's that that's not even trending anymore because like they all wanted yeah. blonde hair blue eyes blonde hair blue so, eyes like we don't understand like but then it shows because of her age yeah yeah <laughs> I just can't believe she's 30 and she's acting like this like not yeah. to be ageist or anything but it's like by that no, age but you it's kind like you're of know what woman. your style is yeah yeah you're a grown woman and it's like you should know better you should have learned mm-hmm. but the thing is like you don't care and you don't even care for your other bandmates you don't even care for your your own bandmate who is mixed race who is who mm. is black and you are trying to steal her look her look which is natural to her like mm. and it's weird like she's trying to be a mix between Leanne and Jade somehow yeah, like she is, I, definitely I feel like she's gone to her surgeon and given and given a photo of Jade Mm. And as well, because even when like you see kind of the pictures of Leanne and Jesse kind of together, it's kind of like you've gone to your surgeon with photos of Leanne as well. Like yeah, you, yeah. you've been like, and it's oh, it's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It is disgusting. And I, also, one thing that I want to pick up on is the lyrics because some <laughs> of the words she says, "I like I like them gold teeth. I like them hood. So damn taboo." And that just tells me that you're 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 trying to describe a black guy. Like, I'm sorry, you're trying yeah. to describe a black guy in that sentence. And saying, oh, I like them so damn taboo, that is a fetish. That yeah. is, you like them because your dad won't like them or yeah. because, because of their race, not because of their personality. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole for, forbidden fruit syndrome thing. And it, it's mm-hmm. just disgusting because you don't even like them like that. Yeah. Like, you don't. Because your boyfriend your dating is history white. shows different. Like, yeah, like... <laughs> Her current boyfriend, I think, is white, and he he and her produced and directed the the music this video. video. That's why it's so awful. So it's like, where, where did you get all your inspiration? It's like you watch all of these videos from back in the day, mm-hmm. and you've collated them all into one. Yeah. But what I was saying to you earlier as well is like, black people, we don't um, we don't take any sort of ownership over what is ours and what is our yeah. culture. We let everyone take a piece of the pie until there's none mm-hmm. left for us. And we're, we're just like, oh, we haven't made any money from this. Or there's only a few yeah. of us that are making money from this because we let everyone else in. So yeah. I gave the example of like, say for instance, like Bollywood music. If, if say for instance, a light skin, or even if a white person came in and started so singing funny. Bollywood tunes mm-hmm. and in in their music videos they had white dancers and they were all doing it singing yeah. dancing doing all the moves with all the costume on all of the makeup to to what a stereotypical indian person looks like mm-hmm. you'd be insulted you'd be like who yes. the fuck is this doing the accent doing everything she's and putting on a black accent it. yeah it, no but, one else will have it except us but the thing we, is we let people walk all over us yeah exactly and i think what the what the thing is, is that most cultures like mm. literally have protect their culture and protect that yeah. and protect what is theirs and it is and it's just so and it's and it is f- just for them however mm. like i was saying um i was saying before how what i feel that with black culture because like when it comes to so so if this came to kind of if this was african culture they wouldn't mm. be able to take it because it's yeah. it's inherently African, you know, they mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to take an Afrobeats beat and take that. However, when it comes to R and B, with that, 
with that genre specifically mm. because it comes from America and black yeah. Americans and the way how America um, because there's this kind of weird I don't want to say like I feel like from from slavery and actually like being descendants mm. of slavery and being in America there's like this weird kind of um like assimilation kind of thing yeah assimilation and yeah. a way where because obviously everyone kind of built up a black american culture but it was kind of so accessible to the wide masses and accessible to the world these people think that they can take from it they just mm. they can take from it and it's like this whole thing of acting acting hood and it's cool like when white boys want to start saying so talking about oh yeah my home girl oh yeah my boy mm. and all this bullshit you know and it's like how these things couldn't be kind of labelled and just be taken and being like, no, this is only for black people. The only thing mm. that, that that has been able to be claimed is is the N word, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And the one um, thing, and just about because they let they let the white Latinas say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. And the thing is, and as well, if we think that a lot of kind of this American black culture actually stems from prison wear a lot mm. of the time and even like the whole the whole concept of wearing grills like wouldn't grills have first been for people who don't have teeth you know yeah yeah and yeah. and and then as well it's a way of showing your wealth in your mouth kind of thing and mm. it's just like this like and the whole thing with like kind of saggy trousers that came from prison because they couldn't have belts inside the prison cell so like men weren't wearing belts so that's why the whole mm. the whole concept of sagging came about the whole thing like um there's an exhibition at the on at the moment until it's on until the the 24th of october guys anyway there's an exhibition on at um the design museum sneakers exhibition and in the sneakers exhibition it's got it's got about how oh, how like um when people were wearing the adidas sneakers and they weren't wearing it with laces that was from the prison culture and then there was even mm. um one of the rap groups i can't remember because i can't remember if it was run dmc who who stopped wearing the laces and then another mm. rapper kind of came like kind of um like came back at them just being like wear your laces and your shoes because you're not in jail kind of thing like mm. the whole reason why you, you weren't wearing laces is because you were in jail you know like mm. we shouldn't be trying to promote being in jail kind of thing and another rapper came back with that and it's like a lot of this american black culture has kind of stemmed from from being in prison you know what i mean mm. and yeah um, that's interesting and things that are kind of like you know like with her wearing the baggy basketball shorts and all of that mm. like okay fine so like black people good at basketball and now you want to stylize the basketball stuff when it's like have you played basketball in your life probably not probably like not. jesse nelson jesse nelson mandela please <laughs> get out <laughs> we are not here for it like yeah and yeah. um like and please these black men so this is again this is also to that guy no hun um i have a lot of issues with his video where he wanted to shame leanne because why is it that mm -hmm. these mixed race black men and also black men really love to d be doing a defense for white people white women yeah, saying about how old it's bullying oh leave her alone kind of thing why are you also big up to be defending these white women but like mm -hmm. you're so quick to throw black women under the bus while you do it why can't you guys um actually stick up 
for the black women? Why did Leanne's DMs have to get leaked when this is going to jeopardise Leanne's career a far lot more than it is going to be Jesse's career? Because Jesse yeah. is only going to get from all of this blackfish and stuff and the constrophacy, like she's only going to get bigger. More people are going to watch the video, you know, and it's only good for her. And she fucking knows it. That's why she put up her Snapchat, her having a good time in her Nicki Minaj wig, you mm. know, like being out and whatever, because she don't give a shit. She don't care. Yeah. She don't like those girls in in in, in little mix. Like she don't like them. And um mm. and as well, the problem, another problem that I have with No Han is um like obviously like I because I don't follow him or anything. I don't mm-hmm. know his sexuality, so I am gonna say that. However, I like I was assuming that he um that he's gay and um comes from his mannerisms yeah. xyz he, is, he said it today oh he said he's gay story. okay yeah. so anyway so him like a lot of like kind of how gay men are speaking and presenting themselves has all stemmed from black women and even like kind of black american women culture and that mm. is from black women and black trans women and that's where it's all stemmed from so you are even taking things from black women talking like that but you want to defend a white woman culturally appropriating as well like please just fix up do your like mm. do some learning understand why you are in the wrong and it's just it just pisses me off even more because it's from friggin Birmingham and it's just like, <laughs> I'm just not surprised I'm just not surprised from his behaviour because it's like this is typical of Birmingham this is why this is why like this is why I don't even want to claim that place <laughs> like, mm. I don't want to claim the West Midlands like because you guys are all friggin mad and all you do mm. you just love up white women you just love up white women all the time and it's like and black women are always oh well you guys are too sensitive or you guys you guys are um angry you guys are aggressive you guys are scary all this bullshit fuck off i think i think it's actually so disgusting how he outed her like that because he knows that he's saying oh Jesse's being bullied well now you've opened up Leanne to more bullies yeah and on top of that racist abuse yeah and it's just it's it's not nice you when, when you can't say you're an ally to black women if you're going to go ahead and do things like that mm-hmm. because you know the danger that it could put her in and mm-hmm. yeah so I just I think black men have shown themselves and then yeah. there are some Again. good guys like the side man yeah, we love Sideman. We time love Sideman. He comes through. He comes through all the time. All all the time. We love him. Like, and even when he was getting cussed by um Nella Rose, um, he even said, Well, I'm not gonna come back because they're my dark skinned black women. I can't. Yeah, like be a like, gentleman. Yes, we love Sideman. We do. Like, so he's so he's like one guy from Birmingham, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> one guy from the UK that's okay yeah but like you know but he many... was born in Jamaica so like can we you mm. know can we really say you know what I mean like <laughs> he was born in Jamaica he was in Jamaica long enough to actually like black women <laughs> and like them, yeah. and, like, and like them Caribbeans in Birmingham who grew up in Birmingham and were born there mm. Mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway but oh. like no yeah we're tired yeah, I, I'm so tired oh. and I also think I really don't want Leanne uh, I really don't want Jade no what's her fucking name Jessie I don't want her <laughs> <laughs> I just named all of them I don't want her to be like 
I don't want us to allow her to be like another Miley Cyrus where yeah. Miley dipped into hip hop and then she came out and she was like, nah, I'm so done with that. Like, it's it's so violent. Yeah. She said something really offensive about hip hop, like um, the music's not good. Well, you dipped in, made all your money, stole yeah, the literally. twerk. <laughs> stole, stole twerking, wearing exactly. grills, talking about with my J's on. Yeah, with my shades on. J's on my feet. That was such a literally. bad era. But yeah, Awful. like I don't want us to allow this to happen and as, and again. And as well, again, black men enabling it with Pharrell yeah. Williams, like yeah, like, two chains, yeah. Oh, just disgusting. Yeah. And Diddy's just a massive fucking Diddy. capitalist billionaire who oh. does not give a shit about anyone. Just... So, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Ugh. yeah. But yeah, hopefully yeah. we we can see that she's not being authentic and the young Gen Zers will see she's not being authentic and will, you know, um, mm-hmm. stick to the people they like, like Olivia Rodriguez and all these, yeah, all these exactly. hums that seem to be doing, yeah. doing good they're things. D- doing, doing good things that like literally like they're not culturally appropriating, they're bringing back like, I'm sorry, I actually like Olivia Rodriguez. Like, yeah, the I music's like good. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's reminded me of my indie phase, like when, yeah, I was, you know, when I was listening to a lot of Indian rock music. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, like Paramore, isn't it? Like yes. her, her voice and, and Avril Lavigne, it gives me such childhood yeah. vibes. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah, but yeah, that's um, that's all I'm saying about Jesse. Like, ooh. let's listen to some black R and B girls, everyone. Exactly, yeah. Because I'm sorry, Ray Black would have bodied that tune. Yeah, and with better lyrics. Yeah. And Murad even uh, Murad Morali, a shout out you. He even mentioned Brie Run Brie Runway. She would have yes. bodied that tune. Yeah, she would have. With better, both of them better vocals and mm. better lyrics. And like, because even Ray Black, like, she does like the rapping as well. Like, mm. which Jesse attempted to do with her auto tune at the beginning of the song. Like, <laughs> literally. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Um, anyway, I think the hair thing we can mention next week because we're going to talk about hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. shout. Yeah. Um, okay. So we've actually had a response. Have we? Yes, I just thought to check. No way. Um, hi guys, welcome to Inject in- Injections Unfiltered, where we um, reveal our toxicity to inject positivity. <laughs> so guys, welcome to Injections Unfiltered. This week, um, keeping in theme to um, Black History Month, we wanted to just get any ideas and thoughts of a time you felt a bit uncomfortable in the workplace. Um, for example, if you've ever had microaggressions, imposter syndrome, um, etc. And we just wanted to kind of touch on that and then try and inject some positivity and just talk about a few ways to try and get over these things and what Mm. you can do so um we've had a response thank you guys the violence was working um yeah it's coming it's coming coming. so guys like (laughs) guys please just keep checking we are gonna we are doing injections and filters and we would love for your input um yeah so we've had a response um so the question was Exactly what I've just said. Um, tell us about a time you felt uncomfortable <laughs> in the workplace. For example, microaggressions, imposter syndrome, etc. Everything is anonymous on here. So, um, yeah. So we've had a response where, and someone, um, they have said, someone made an offhanded comment at me when they found out I was part of a social mobility program. Something along the lines of me mm. not working as hard to get there. 
As if I didn't suffer to get on the program and work twice as hard to get the same internship. As a brown female who has no connections and parents who didn't go to uni, etc. So this is disgusting. And I feel like this is very common. Like when you just... And it, it's even common kind of like with when you kind of feel imposter syndrome as well. And mm. it's very like... Like this is this is awful. We're so sorry that you've um that you've gone that you've had to go through this experience. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm sorry, like, like this like this is this does not kind of diminish the work that you've put in to get here. And at the end of the day, like being part of a so you um you were part of a social mobility program to help you be able to actually get access to Mm. be to be able to even get access to the role in general that it, that didn't give you the role you know you weren't there to fill and mm. tick a box you weren't and I'm sorry like the, and this is the thing and these people want to kind of side eye and try and be like oh well you only got the role because of XYZ when like I'm sorry you you have got your role because you're white you yeah, know yeah honestly I've I've actually been through exactly the same thing right so I to get into my job within government I did an apprenticeship and they hired about 20 apprentices just Mm -hmm. young people in their late teens early 20s across the UK and about half of us were either black or Asian and it was part of the government's diversity scheme they were like we want some new young people from different backgrounds working within government so I think one of their priorities was looking for people who were not white so they did hire quite a lot of us and one of the white people that I work with said that we got the jobs because we were ticking a diversity box like about all of us and it's like did I not go through the same interview process as you and did I not do an application form and did I not do better in my interview than you and this is the thing because (laughs) black and brown people are overperforming in these interviews and Mm. in exams and in in education in general black and brown people are overperforming than their white counterparts but the thing is the reason why they are probably not going to get into interview is because of di- discrimination imagine you have you have to put your government name on your cv and your cv gets thrown in the bin like and know what i've even had mm. it in the sense of like i used to apply for jobs and um i used to just write alex on my applications yeah and literally i've had it when i've gone and sat waiting I've gone to a place for an interview and I'm sitting in the waiting mm. room I'm early I always go early and then person came down walked through didn't even glance at me walked mm-hmm. through passed looked outside walked back then went upstairs so I'm just there sitting I'm just sitting there then they come down again then they actually ask the receptionist to, this time no they walk past again looking mm. around looking around then they go and ask the receptionist and the receptionist pointed at me so like that person was they were expecting a white boy to be sitting there you know yeah and like yeah. I and as well like I feel like I probably wouldn't have got if if my gov, if my name wasn't a white English name I probably would wouldn't have mm. got most of the in- interviews that I got you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I, I didn't get yeah. I didn't get most of those jobs like <laughs> that's the thing mm-hmm. well you know yeah. I got I only got one in the end like and I, there would be somewhere mm. they wouldn't even let me know like they they wouldn't even like I would chase up and they wouldn't let me know kind of thing. Um, so rude. Yeah, and this is and this is it's it's disgusting, especially the the fact that 
like no i'm just like i'm we're really it's, like we're really sorry that you had to go through this um yeah it's vile because it makes you feel like you're undeserving when you're more than exactly. deserving like you've done enough and you've gone above and beyond to get mm-hmm. the role knowing that like we i don't think we deep how how intense it is the fact that a lot of the time there's not many other people of color in rooms mm-hmm. and in the same meetings exactly. and things as us. Like that is intense as it is. So you yeah. deserve the job. You and deserve to get paid because you're already going through that, well. which is hard. Yeah. And to to have yeah. to kind of be in these in these interviews and these meeting rooms where you're feeling a bit uncomfortable because you are the only black or brown person there, and also in your case where you mm. you um okay you have come up on a social mobility program like but however that that doesn't take away from what from from the hard work you've put in and even like even to get Mm. on these programs like sometimes it's hard to get on these programs Mm -hmm. on like even to help you and find them and seek them out so like no just well done for you like and Mm -hmm. as well especially especially when because for me like i'm not even gonna lie like the fact that my that my parents both of my parents went to uni both of my parents had phds yeah like i feel like if if i didn't mm. know people who have first-hand experience have gone through it who who are constantly like well yeah you're gonna get a good job and you're gonna do this and you're gonna keep going just go to uni and go do your masters i didn't do a masters but go do your mm. masters all the time like just kind of being like yeah you need to just go and do it and just like you know being there and even understanding how like kind of going to uni works and even how you kind of get in and mm. the selection process because like my mom was a lecturer like that like yeah I, I don't know where how I would have got through I don't know it's like it's hard when you don't have those connections when you don't know anyone who's done it before so true so, like good well done well done like yeah 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 I agree 100% because even with my apprenticeship, right, my mum's a teacher, so she knows that apprenticeships are good and I didn't want to go uni. Like, we'll talk mm-hmm. about this another time, but I didn't want to go uni and I knew I didn't want to go uni. And then she was like, well, there are apprenticeships. And then she showed me apprenticeships that are good money, not like 13 grand a mm-hmm. year, but like good money where you're on 20 grand a year for for a, a teenager. That's when really good. That's your first role. That's pretty no, good. No, that's like, yeah, that, was, and, that and, was how much my first role was, my grad job. Yeah, exactly that's what i mean so like i feel like if you don't know about these things you're just going to settle for whatever whatever you're given so some of us are just quite lucky that we have the connections no um yeah yeah and it's kind of something that i Mm. take for granted because i just forget like my mum really helped me um with career Um, stuff um yeah like i I can tell a quick story because you've you've told one yeah um so like there's been (laughs) So yeah, there was one workplace that I was very uncomfortable in, um, and I'll probably mm. kind of talk more about it another time because we are going to have like a proper in-depth episode on this. Um, yeah, like there was like times when mm. I've kind of oh, I'm trying to think what story to tell. I didn't. I did not prepare. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've got about like twenty I've different got so things. Many. I'm going to just list mine I've out. I've got at so some many, point. and I'm, I'm sure I've told you stuff. But I'm just trying to think of a good one. Mm. Um, no, actually, I'm going to tell this funny, a funny one, but it was just really, it was just really mm. pissing me off. <laughs> but um, yeah, this isn't on. really like a microaggression or anything. But I think it's just something funny that we can all laugh at. So um, there was a time <laughs> when, um, okay, like, <laughs> oh, I've got a couple. Okay, so. <laughs> 
Um, there's a time where uh, in my workplace, so there's um, it's a very small office, and um, the admin woman, like um, there was a there was a Jamaican woman. I think she was mixed race, but like she she used to mm-hmm. work there, whatever. And then she's come in and said hello, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring you some food. I'm gonna bring you some curry goat, uh, rice and peas, all of that. You know, all of the good thing, um, all of the good stuff. Yeah. So like then all week they're talking about oh about the food that they're gonna be getting and this woman was like oh well but goat meat goat meat must be really expensive we should like and she's just bringing us this food and she doesn't want any money and it's like but goat meat must be really expensive like I tried to look up how much goat meat was and I tried to ask at a butcher's how much is goat meat and they just all looked at me weird and um yeah I'm I'm trying to look up how much goat meat is because it must be really expensive and I just need to I just feel like we should just give her a bit of money because goat meat must be so expensive and I'm there thinking, so I'm there like mm. WhatsApp web chatting to my mate across the office and I'm just like, mm. why are they so obsessed with goat meat? Like, curry goat is mutton. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what, like, guys, some of you West Indians will know what, correct me if you're wrong if you've ever had like actual goat meat in your curry goat, but like whenever I've had it, it's been mutton, you know, like, but like, mm. we're, we're West Indian, curry goat. <laughs> Goat, goat, mutton, same thing, innit? Like, I mean, we put rice and peas, rice and peas, and it's kidney beans. Like, come on. Like, yeah. you know, pea, bean, same thing. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. So, she was there. And then they were also being like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited for, for the goat curry. <laughs> they kept like literally they kept saying goat curry goat curry goat curry and I was like it was really pain in my soul and I was there messaging my friend across the office being like if they say goat curry one more time I'm going to scream oh and like literally it's just that I found it so hilarious that they're so openly shouting talking out loud about all of this in the office and I'm sitting right there and it's like Mm. I am West Indian, I'm Caribbean and you're speaking everything incorrectly and you're just shouting, shouting, shouting about my culture so Mm. loud, so loud and you're not even going to offer us no food either. (laughs) You're shouting so loud (laughs) about your goat curry and it's just like, it's really hurting my soul and I'm right there, I'm right there. You're chatting, chatting, mm. chatting about goat meat and you could have just like, I don't know, you'd be like, oh, do you, do you have it often, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, it's mutton, it's not goat. <laughs> like, you know, it's <laughs> mutton, it's not goat, you know, like, it's not, mm. you know, like, come on, we need to think yeah, Caribbean yeah. culture, like, we would have been, a ha- we're not going to be buying expensive meat for the, for the curry because, like, you know, if, yeah, if we, if we understand from slavery, a lot of the time we would have had the scraps. That's why there's such thing as oxtail mm. and pig foot. Like, what we're doing eating... Yeah, what the, what the, what, for what reason are we eating pig foot? And oxtail. Oxtail mm. is literally just a bone. <laughs> like what, yeah, what you know why are we eating oxtail stew like you know come on like come on think think logically we're not eating the expensive parts of the meat that's why we're eating mutton mm. mutton is an old sheep an old sheep whereas you guys eat lamb lamb being a young sheep that's why it's more expensive come on now like think mm-hmm. logically and um it was, yeah it was just really pissing me off and then there was another time another thing where um so I don't know how we got onto this topic, but um, I know. So one of the women were asking me about my hair 
<laughs> products and stuff. So I was just like openly just mm. talking about it. Just like, yeah, 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 this is what I do. And then this admin woman comes to me and she's just like, yeah, my granddaughter, like my grandchildren, they have hair like yours. <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> it's just, that is just not necessary. <laughs> I'm just like, okay... Like, fuck off with your small talk. I do not want to okay. talk about it. And then she did show me a picture of her grandchild's hair. What's she like? What? Her, her grandchild. Her grandchild's mixed race. Yeah. But then okay. it's like... It's a bit better her than... Grandchild, her yeah. grandchild is mixed race. And then she showed me the hair and, like, the hair, you know, like, you know when it's just, like, out, messy, just brushed out curls, no product. Mm. Show me the hair. That's rude. And I'm just thinking, okay. Mm. And I'm just uh, sitting there nodding, mm. like, I didn't ask to see your grandchild's head, please. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. And like, <laughs> my grandchild's hair, my grandchild's hair is closer to yours. Small talk. Small talk is where closer it comes to out. yours. Okay, okay. You don't even mm. know how to describe the hair, but okay. Uh, and it's just stuff like that and then another time sorry just another story um <laughs> one of the women were asking she was just like oh wait like i don't have forgotten what the conversation was oh there's so many stories oh my gosh everything's coming into mm. my head um <laughs> i forgot okay i'll just tell this thing and then i'll save the other one i think okay but i feel like i've said this thing before no let me tell you the other one so um mm. So we were talking about Netflix, yeah, and I I mentioned about how oh yeah Netflix, the algorithm it puts it puts um kind of pictures of things that you'd like to see. So I was like, so on my Netflix yeah. um, little pictures, I'm seeing a lot of black people, and I said that. Okay, mm. so the old man in the corner of the office responds, "That's racist." <gasps> Someone said something like that to me and before. I- like about about a black uh, about a film having an all black cast. They said that's racist though in school, <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck's sake! I I didn't respond, but they love but shouting like, that. But it's not racist because you haven't even asked me. Like this is actually what I want to see. Like like although you yeah. can you can you can pick out you can tell the ones where it's just like they're just showing the only black person who is in that film, and they've just put them on mm. the picture. But it's just like it's nice mm. to actually have a space dedicated to me where they clearly can tell that I'm black from the things that I've watched mm. and like and I think you know what what is what is racist is the fact that actually you guys think that's racist you guys are so used to seeing whiteness everywhere and the fact that me saying Mm. oh my netflix looks like this you want to shout that it's racist because your netflix looks different and your netflix is the norm of what netflix should look like because to you in your world you've always only seen whiteness and you've never questioned Mm. why you don't see any more diversity and yeah those are my stories those were very light-hearted ones (laughs) 
they forget that they're also a race. Yeah. Like they're not they're not just a random thing and we're yeah. the rest. Like we're all the same. And you lot created race. Like sorry, if you think it's racist, well that's That's on you. You shouldn't your, yeah. your ancestors shouldn't have created yeah. race then. Like and that, sorry. And actually there's another time um where a similar story where and this is when I was on my, my UX UI design course. Like um I mentioned about Netflix being a good example of an algorithm because like, mm. oh, they they clearly know I'm black because I'm seeing black people on the images. And the first thing the guy said to me was mm. like, oh, if you don't like that, you should contact Netflix. Jeez, like it's... And it's like, why thing. wouldn't I like that? Why wouldn't I want to see myself? Yeah. And why is that yeah. your first thought? Oh, if you don't like that. But did I say it in a negative tone of voice to you? No. That's why sometimes it's best to not even yeah. talk about race at work because you get all of yeah. that, like, bollocks, but and it's just it's so just, annoying to have to explain yeah, things. But what's just so weird is that, like, especially with when it came to the course thing, when we were literally talking about that subject, mm. like, I was literally just... Sta- I, for me, it's like, I'm just stating a fact. And I'm just stating a fact that you clearly would not have known because you, you're not going to see that. You're not going to notice. Whereas in my yeah. head, I've put two and two together because all of a sudden I'm seeing black people and brown people on images. Mm. And also even like LGBTQ, I'm seeing LGBTQ people on images as well. And it's like, mm-hmm. for you, when they might not be the main part of the storyline as well. And it's like, how yeah, comes that? Yeah. For me, I've put two and two together and realised Netflix has an algorithm that is actually centering me and my watching. You know, it's yeah. very personalised yeah. and it's actually beautiful. And I'm just stating it because mm-hmm. you would not have noticed and you would not have seen that. However, the first thing yeah. that comes to your mind is if you don't like it, go report it. So I should report the one thing that's mm. make, give, bringing me joy because there's no black, the black people aren't starring in these programmes. <laughs> like, <laughs> So and I have to go complain about that now. Yeah. To take I should take that away from me. <laughs> so weird. So random. Yeah, annoying. Um rather than like say my stories, I'm just gonna list them because bearing in mind I've been working full time for about six years and um <laughs> I've just got a lot of stories, so I'm just gonna list them. So um so I've I've worked in one office where people would openly um, and this is a mixture of Essex and London. Most of the stuff happened in Essex because mm-hmm. people just don't know how to close their mouths in Essex. But people would openly say the P word oh, wow. out loud. Just like say it. Like, I don't even know what we'd be talking about. Maybe Brexit <laughs> would come up. Like, I wouldn't be involved in the conversations, but people would say it. Um, and then someone described um, a dark skin, Love Island skin, a Love Islander's skin as purple. Mm-hmm when I was in another workplace Um, and then someone in another workplace thought that I (laughs) said that I'd come out of prison (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) someone um, I I was working I was helping to recruit some people for another workplace and um, there was one black girl that was part of the recruitment exercise who was going for a job and um when we were weighing up who's the best candidates for the role someone said that um in the group exercise that girl was bossy um and I instantly was like she wasn't bossy she was assertive and we ended up hiring her which is good but but it was good that you were in the room there there was no other black people in the room yeah if I wasn't there then no one else would have called that out because that's the thing actually um um, sorry to cut because I remember I went on just like just while I was kind of like in between trying to get trying to get a job whatever 
um, you know, like mm. how like uh, the job center. I was I signed on, and you know how the job center they're like, oh, yeah, you I've need to you need to times. do um, courses, whatever. So I just went on a course with the job yeah. center, blah blah blah, and they were doing interview techniques, prep, blah blah blah. And the mm. woman kind of we went through about like being assertive, being what's the word when you're not assertive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so she mentioned to me about how like I was the opposite of assertive, so I wasn't assertive, blah blah blah. Really? Yeah, because I wasn't very like I'm not gonna start shouting, shouting, and mm. as well because I'm quite calm and stuff like that. Like mm. you know, yeah. So she was saying all of that, blah blah blah. Yeah. But then the thing is, if I was assertive, and if I was like to to these people they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't want to hire me because they think they'll like like um that woman they'll yeah. think that she's bossy that i'm bossy that i'm loud that i'm aggressive yeah and then as well yeah it's and crazy. they even kind of went through about how oh try not to talk with your hands too much blah 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 because that might seem aggressive <laughs> and stuff and it's like oh my gosh i'm not gonna come in and yeah let me just like scratch your eyes my whole across the down. table yeah but, okay you know but yeah sorry carry on with your stories but it's yeah mad. i thought that was it's so mad interesting yeah um and then in like informal settings like outside of work so like pub bars mm-hmm. stuff like that um two separate occasions two separate workplaces um people said the n-word when singing oh, along to sake. songs uh, <laughs> um and then another time i was at a work play a work event and someone played murder she wrote the famous dance song that all of them love <laughs> and um someone said to me oh i bet your dad listens to this music all the time <laughs> i was like no he doesn't my dad oh, actually gosh. doesn't so thank you very Screaming. much he doesn't listen to this all the time um and then just another thing that pisses me off is that um, for Black History Month, I've been at organisations where they say, this is the perfect time to celebrate BAME culture and BAME people's contributions. And I've complained every time I see it, I complain. Good. I'm like, no, no it's, it's not. not. This <laughs> it's is for not. black people. That's it, the end. Yeah. Nah. But they're the things that come to the top of my head. I wrote yeah. that list today because I just thought, look, let me think of a couple, a couple of things. Of things. But, had a whole yeah, list, guys. Like, it's it's mad. <laughs> I've been only working for six years. Like it's wow. crazy. Mad madness. Oh, you've been working for six years. Yeah. I I haven't been working for that. I've been working mm. for half of that. <laughs> so it's because yeah, you went more, uni, more shit more shit to come. <laughs> mm. oh. Yeah. But what I find also interesting about um imposter syndrome is that we've been told that this feeling of us feeling out of place is imposter syndrome when really a lot of the time it's actually just racism like we we're feeling like we're feeling like we don't fit in because we're in majority white spaces and they don't make us comfortable and they don't make us feel like we can voice our opinions i feel like it's more that imposter syndrome a lot of the time is a um what's the word is a product of racism because yeah, definitely. I've I've re- learned this word is called internalized devaluation. Mm-hmm. So like because of external factors, you've been told basically, and you've been prodded at so many times um, 
well not prodded at but you've been broken down so many times and you face so much racial tra- trauma throughout mm. your life that you just end up having imposter syndrome because you doubt yeah. your abilities and you have to feel grateful for oh I've got a job let me let me work my hardest but also I'm so grateful that I've got a job and really like sorry you're bringing so much to your mm. organisation like you shouldn't feel like one mistake and you'll be gone like you shouldn't feel on your toes and stressed yeah. all of the time yeah exactly and as well it's just like um because like kind of my um my experience with imposter mm. syndrome I just felt like I felt like I've never like there's this whole thing where and I feel like this is a lot in um black and even and even brown people's like it kind of experience mm. just this whole thing of where um because it's just kind of ingrained in our culture where we're not celebrating yeah. things and we're not celebrating small mm. th- we're not celebrating the small things and we're not celebrating things that are actually big things like like kind of getting a job we're not kind of celebrating yeah. that oh my gosh you worked hard to get that job you've actually gone out of your way you went to those interviews you interviewed and mm. you got that job considering there could have been a That's white true, person yeah. there who doesn't have to do nearly as much as you have to do to get in that room to get in that interview mm. And we're not, um, it's just kind of like, well, it's standard. Yeah, you need to work. Why don't you have a job kind of thing? And it's like, we're not celebrating those things. We're not celebrating our hard work. And it's even comes to kind of when like, I don't feel like I celebrated and I really kind of actually acknowledged that I got a 2-1 at uni. I don't think of it as an achievement mm. because I didn't get a, th- I didn't get a first so I I'm not really Aww. I don't really see it as a achie- an achievement. That's not to say that my my like my, it's not even like my dad didn't kind of. Well, actually, no. I feel like my dad celebrated my sister's two one more, so than mine. I feel like mine was just like <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. You know, like when it came to me. Mm. But like, and like, it's not like my mum always tells me, yeah, well done, good degree. But I feel like in my head, I just don't think of it as a good degree. I just think whatever average so mm. what um and like and i was surprised that in an in an interview i had where they were looking through my work and the guy was shocked at my work and he went and asked mm. me he was like what did you get and i was like oh i got a 2-1 and he was like and he was kind of like a 2-1 because he was looking at my work thinking like my work is really really yeah, good yeah and then and he was there suggesting like about how with some of my projects was like you should take this to a bank you should take this to you know stuff like this mm. and he was just like and he was going through my work being like oh my gosh your work's so good and then he was like oh yeah we don't usually employ people who are good like he actually said that in the interview and I was like <laughs> what and he was like and um, the woman in the interview as well was like don't say that like what are you talking about yes we do it's like yeah but come on no like this work is really good like you know Mm. and then and I didn't get the job because they told me that they thought I'd get bored there and they thought my work was too good oh my god (laughs) I didn't get the job because they thought my work was too good (laughs) for them it's weird and it's just like Mm. (laughs) they thought I'd get bored within a year and Mm. I'd leave and it's just like okay so what if I do (laughs) like can I just get some experience please um Mm. but like even that yeah and especially when a lot of these workplaces they're hiring people who they want to be friends with and it's it's all about personality and we will we will touch on this so much more 
it's all about your personality and what you bring and if you're gonna kind of mm. do the things that they do outside of the workplace too like depending on the type of team you're on like um if you are a bit of a person who um if you are a bit introverted and you're kind of someone who you don't really like you don't like public culture you don't really want to go to the pub kind of thing well I hate going to the pub mm. but I'll do it <laughs> I'll do it for work you know I will do it that's <laughs> the only time I'll go but um mm. like and you don't like that like hopefully if you're on kind of a bit of an older team they and like they have there might be new families they might have kids and stuff there's less chance mm. of them going to the pub and or and yeah, yeah that's and like as well, they, won't, they won't stay in the pub late as well so then like if you do if you do go to the yeah, pub you'll be yeah. able to you'll be able to shoot off like by seven kind of thing so mm. you can get go home um so sometimes that's yeah, a, that's accounts yeah. a, a factor that that and it's a shame that we have to even consider that because in a lot of black and brown mm-hmm. people's cultures the pub isn't it we don't go to the pub yeah every week or like mm. how many times a week we yeah. just don't do that like it's so true but like there's no other way really is there to get mm-hmm. socializing unless you're very yeah. very sociable in the office and you set up your own like staff initiatives mm-hmm. and stuff um yeah oh, it's hard and sorry that's but, um especially in the yeah. winter that's really Ugh. just reminded me this is the last last thing i'll say but it reminded me mm. and i will come on to this again how in the workplace like being quiet in the workplace is not going to help you like and actually being quiet and just getting on with your work is not going to help you because somehow being quiet and getting on with your work equals you're lazy somehow (laughs) and that's what (laughs) my experience was in um the first time i started working Mm. um it was that oh you're very quiet oh you didn't get off to a good start did you that's what that equated to Mm. because i was quiet because and like what was really weird which i haven't had in this workplace is that I got by everyone I got asked if I was a cat or a dog person why is that the conversation and when I said neither I'd get they would look at me funny and yeah they were yes, done with you from there and I was just like <laughs> I don't understand like should I lie and say cats because mm. I definitely hate dogs like I don't like what yeah I I don't know yeah yeah it's very weird and it's just weird how that was my experience of starting but I feel like the white people who started same time as me or after me I don't think they were asked those questions Mm. no well you know what the the worst manager that I've had was um, a mixed race woman from the same Mm. ethnicity as me just like 50 or 60 she hated me she like slightly hated me a lot like you get black people who are gatekeepers because mm. my cousin had a similar yeah. experience with a tutor at uni who was a black woman and it's like when they see like a beautiful black girl or a beautiful you know mixed race girl who's young and whatever mm. for some reason they're jealous and they want to be gatekeepers yeah. and they want to- yeah because she was the only like black yeah. female that was that and high it's up this in whole the company thing of like oh no I'm the only black person here so let me keep it that way I'm the only person Mm. of colour so let's keep it that way it's weird and there's people who are like that and even like my friend has told me stories about um, about a girl who's kind of like she was it seemed like she was territorial like that and there's black women out there who really just want to be the only black person in the room 
Cringe, very weird. so cringy, and it's not just not nice, but you've just got to look mm-hmm. out for these people. I haven't come across many, mm-hmm. like most of the time, everyone's <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Anyway, inject it. What are you injecting this week? Mm. Um, my injector is you're allowed to be angry, okay. be angry if you feel angry, you're allowed to be angry, express mm-hmm. your anger, especially being um, a black obviously, woman. Obviously, don't get violent, but yeah, like you're allowed, mm-hmm. you're allowed to get angry about things that are justified so yeah that's it that's a good one um i didn't write one down this week mm. okay mine is no what i feel like i probably said this last week but um okay i'm mm. just gonna say it related to kind of imposter syndrome like you are you are allowed to be there and you you worked hard mm. like don't diminish the hard work that you've done because of what because of these things that people are kind of putting in your head like you haven't worked hard or you're a, pers- you're, you're a minority that's why they need to tick a box no for fuck's sake how did you even mm. get the interview in the first place and why did they choose you over your white counterpart because I'm sorry like mm-hmm. it's not easy out here like and well, well done for being you and well done for getting where you are like don't let this imposter syndrome kind of take over and make you feel lower and make you feel less than when you are everything Mm. yeah that's mine yeah like we don't even need to tell you you've got your um you've got all of the examples of where you've been good a good workplace person a good member of staff so don't doubt yourself um but yeah that's it for this week thank you very much the person who responded mm-hmm. and joined in with injections and filtered this week we appreciate you thank shout you. out to you but but <laughs> yeah so thank you very much you know the violence is still coming to you lot who still don't want to respond but yeah one day you guys mm-hmm. you guys will all be getting involved each week so um yeah well you know every other week because that's when we're doing it so um, yeah, yeah we're gonna look week. guys <laughs> we're persistent yeah we're persistent babes and we're gonna keep going and it is yeah. going to succeed we are <laughs> that's it that's it we've got lots we've of got topics, so many topics as well so you'll have to join There's in with so one. many topics mm. so um yeah join in when you feel like the topic is resonating with you go on like please like you know we we like we're coming with our content but we want you guys you, you guys involvement mm-hmm. you know um yeah so thank you guys for joining us this week i've enjoyed this episode actually um it's been interesting yeah, i needed yeah. to rant about jesse like i need even to though get, it was a lot of cussing like been... i've actually kind of enjoyed it i yeah. feel like the cussing was justified Me and it too. was given out to the right people um so yeah Me too. thank you very much for joining us this week um you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram on twitter um you know check out our link tree that's where we'll have our injections unfiltered um the topic hopefully will be updated next week most likely when we kind of have an idea of what we're going to talk about the week after um Mm-hmm. yeah so keep a, keep a lookout for that and you can fill in our google forms everything will be anonymous if you like to you can email us which is injectedpodcasts at gmail.com um or you can dm us like our dms are open guys like you know yeah we, we respond you know all the time. like um and shout out to chanel books and caffeine books caffeine 
and podcasts. Lena, sorry, that's her Instagram handle. If you guys like, you know, want more podcast recommendations, book recommendations, and just see what she's doing, like, you know, she's amazing. And like, yeah, shout out to her because she's like our day one, always promoting us, and we mm-hmm. really appreciate it. And as well, like, she, we were having a nice conversation yes. with her in our DMs as well. So like, our DMs are open, guys. Like, mm. go ahead, just send us across a DM. Um, yeah so thank you guys so much for joining us I'm Alexandra and you can find me at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram I'm Diana and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A underscore on Instagram you forgot the B see you there oh shit (laughs) I'm Diana and you can find (laughs) you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A B underscore on Instagram (laughs) I get sleepy at the last five minutes. I'm like, oh, bedtime. Yes, thank you guys for joining us. And we are out. Bye, guys.